Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooster podcast by Power 88, Dean Radio, and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright, along with Justin Hill, CJ Medeiros. Justin is uh, Tucker is out tonight. So, guys, the Super Bowl is now behind us, along with the rest of the 2021 season. Sadly, I know it is all gone. But for the, first, for the next few months, uh, we will be changing gears to some off-season talk, which actually, believe it or not, is pretty exciting, watching where everybody goes, seeing who gets traded where, who uh, the draft, all the hype that, that goes along with that. Um, but so we do have a great show planned for you tonight. We'll talk about all things off-season, such as the quarterback market, free agency, We'll look at all the top five teams in cap space and what they should do with it. Uh, but we'll start off with predicting the destinations of the top free agents this offseason. Uh, so there's a, a big, long list of free agents. We have a pretty good class of free agents uh, this offseason. So we're going to go through some of the lists. We put together a list of some of, our, of, some of the top players uh, in that class, and we're going to predict where we think they should go. All right, so you guys ready for this? All right, boys. So we'll start with Devontae Adams. So assuming that he doesn't follow Aaron Rodgers out the door or he just stays there, whatever whatever you guys think, where do you guys think uh, Devontae Adams is going to go? You know what? I'll take this. Uh, My first answer will be general, not Green Bay. For one reason, Adams, his literal top priority is literally, he said, whoever pays him the most. That's probably where he's going to go. Second, like Green Bay cannot afford him. As many of you know, they're $40 million over the cap. There's no way in hell they can afford this guy. So I think he's going to Vegas because it's all but certain that Derek Carr inks an extension with the Raiders. And if they do, you know, he and Adams are really close friends. And I'm sure they would love to team up in the NFL just like they did at college. All right. Jay Hill? I definitely see where you're going right there, CJ, knowing that Derek Carr played played with Devontae Adams in college, like what you just said. And also he's from Las Vegas. Am I right? I I can't tell you that. I think wherever he's from. But – um. Well, in my eyes, I think we're going with Devontae Adams. I think he's going to go wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, and that's going to be the Denver Broncos. Why? <coughs> I say it's because, for number one, there's no way that Devontae Adams is going to take a franchise tag. If if they if the um, Green Bay Packers did put a franchise tag on him, he's going to probably sit out just like Le'Veon Bell did. We already know what happened to Le'Veon Bell after he sat out. He was never the same. But regardless of that, I know Devontae Adams, he really wants to play football. He's like one of the best receivers out there in the game alongside him and Cooper Cup. Wherever Rodgers go, he's going to go. That's Rodgers' guy, and that's Devontae's guy right there. So wherever he goes, that's where they're going to go. And I know the Denver Broncos for sure is going to give whatever money Devontae Adams wants. So I think he, I think Devontae Adams is going to be that player who follows the big shiny object. In other words – Wherever that big name quarterback goes, which is which could be Russell Wilson, that could be De, uh, Deshaun Watson, that could be Aaron Rodgers. 
I think he's going to follow one of those players out the door. They're going to get all the publicity. He gets to throw, he gets to catch balls from uh, Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. And they're the next team that goes and, you know, forms a super team and goes deep into the playoffs, like the Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before that. And I think that's, I think that's where, uh, uh, Adams is going to go. I think that's he's the type of player who just wants to play with an elite quarterback and get paid. And I think going with one of those players is going to do that. Not only get paid out, but win at the same time. This is a man that has lost maybe three to four NFC championship games with Rodgers. I think a good environment like Denver, a quiet spot, a very chilly area that can clear like his mindset, also like a mentality to win as well, including Rodgers. Rodgers and Adams, they want to win very bad. Absolutely. Um, so moving on to the next player, we'll go with uh, defensive end Chandler Jones. Where do you guys think he's going? Uh, I mean, I've seen him mocked to New England, which I'm not against because even though he's like 33, he's still good for at least eight sacks a season, and he's still a dominant force off the edge. But – when I look at Chandler Jones, I would not count him. I mean, I feel like he's going to be relatively cheap in free agency due to his age. So don't be shocked, I think, if the Kansas City Chiefs make a play for him because their front seven is awful. Chris Jones is a good run stuffer, but Frank Clark is not worth that mega deal that they signed him to. And I feel that Chandler Jones, that they signed him, would help him immensely and shore up that defense. So, okay. CJ, when you say, like, a minimum deal, I could definitely agree to what you're saying. I think a team that could maybe go for him is maybe the Cincinnati Bengals. We've seen what that defense was like in the Super Bowl, as we saw, I think America saw. But at the same time, if they can definitely get him on a cheap deal, that will be very great. Actually... That was my answer, which was the Cincinnati Bengals or New England, actually. But I think I think any team that needs some some help on defense, they're gonna want this type of player. So you could look at even the Jacksonville Jaguars, who need some who need some talent, and they are up, they're way up there in cap space this offseason. So they'll be able to spend through their faces, and they won't face any big penalty. And I think Chandler Jones is that type of player who can elevate your front seven. So I'm going to go with one of those teams. Uh, I'll go with the generic, you know, every any team that needs help on, on defense, he should go. Uh, going on to the next going on to the next player, we have Chris Godwin. So where do you guys think Chris Godwin should end up? Now this is probably another cup up. Like I said with Adams, Godwin's not coming back. He is not coming back to Tampa. He's not going to take a pay cut because he's not playing with Tom Brady anymore. And Tampa, I think it's like 10 mil over the cap. They can't afford him. But when I see Chris Godwin, I'm thinking, you know, obviously a receiver needy team. And I think like a perfect team for him to go to, I feel would be New England. Because I mean, you know, he's a good route runner, good hands. and And depending on how much you know, he wants to get paid. I feel like it could work, but if he's looking at like 20 mil a year, I don't know. It really all depends on what he wants, but he would fit New England's scheme perfectly. He definitely would. 
in my eyes, I definitely see him re-signing with Tampa. Tampa drafted him into this league. And you know me. I've said this in previous podcasts with you guys. I've told you guys face-to-face. I do not believe in the salary cap in the NFL. I feel like it's up to the owners if they're willing to pay whatever player they want, they want. But at the same time, I do not see him leaving Tampa. However, if, it, if Tampa was to not pay him or if he walks, which he might, at the same time, I could definitely see him going to maybe Las Vegas, for an example, if Derek Carr stayed. Because with the Raiders, they have money, including New England as well. But I, I definitely really want to see him stay in Tampa because him and Mike Evans, the trio they put together for years, it's, it's unstoppable. All right. So I'm going to pick uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars for where he should go. And let me explain why. They have a this is a team with a young quarterback who is who's getting uh, better better head coaching, hopefully. Well, it, anything could be better than than Urban Meyer. So, you know, you have this you have this young quarterback and you have a lot of money. And, you know, you need to get this young quarterback some some talent to throw to. And I think that is a that uh, Chris Godwin is a nice player to get. He's not going to be too expensive because he he's coming off an ACL tear. And he's also going he and you also that leaves you enough money to address the defense as well. So I think that that would be a win win for them to be able to go and get Chris Godwin. Not too expensive, but he'll I mean, it'll it'll cost a little bit, but. Again, Jacksonville is one of those teams that have that is way up there in cap space, and they'll be able to spend a little bit. Yes, I, I agree. Who's who's next? We all all three of us went. Oh, we're going. We're going for no, the I'm next, about player. next player. All right. Yeah. Uh, so next player we have is J.C. Jackson. Recently one, played for the New oh, England Patriots. What yeah. do you got, where do you guys think he should go? This one hurts me, but I'm already hearing that he's hesitant to play on the franchise tag. However, he did amend his statements and say if he's tagged, he's still probably going to play. But uh, we've heard from uh, – I don't remember the source, but like he already said New England hasn't even reached out to him yet. That's not a good sign. They're probably expecting them to walk. But all that aside, I think he's. I think the best fit is Cincinnati. Think about it. You got gashed in the Super Bowl. Your back seven is getting gashed all season. You paid Jesse Bates, but now what? Since he's got like the third most cap space, I would say going after J.C. Jackson just makes sense. However, as a Pats fan, I will warn you, Cincy, if you sign him, you don't know what you're going to get because – is he really good or is he a product of Bill? We'll just we'll have to see. Well, for the New England Patriots losing Stephon Gilmore in the trade, I think they don't want to lose JC Jackson. But I could definitely see the Bengals as well going for him, CJY, because the Bengals they're trying to improve their roster in that tough Super loss. But at the same time with New England, I can maybe see them maybe come up with something with him, a possibility, but we'll shall see. So I'm also going to say Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is a great spot for him to land. You know, they they need a top corner and they also have enough money to do it. And you know, this is kind of a match made in heaven to be honest. 
J.C. Jackson is looking to be paid top corner money. The Cincinnati Bengals seem to be willing to pay that type of money, and that's also what they need. So it's a it's a mutual it's a mutually beneficial thing for both sides, and they're going to end up Cincinnati will end up winning more games because of it, and J.C. Jackson gets to gets to be along for the ride and be their top corner in that secondary along with hopefully for them being able to get uh, Jesse Bates back. Um, but coming, uh, our next player we have is Mike Williams. He's a wide receiver. He played for the LA chargers. He was taken, he was drafted by them as well. So where do you guys think he's going? Now I've actually seen some news bits saying that new England is interest, but I honestly think he should stay in LA LA's got money. There's no reason not to pay him. And maybe he doesn't want to be another a number two. And I get that. But Keenan Allen's not getting any younger. And you will, like, in a year or two, maybe, maybe even next year, because like I said, you know, Keenan Allen's pretty – he's like 30-something. Uh, you will be Herbert's number one guy. So you just you, – you need to resign. And if you're the Chargers, there's no reason not to resign him because you have money. Mike Williams is not even worth ten to fifteen million dollars. Okay, this is a guy that choked in my fantasy league. CJ, I think you know as well. Cost me a lot <laughs> yeah. of losses near the end of the season with that guy. But at the end of the day, regarding with this conversation here, they're gonna probably put him on a one to two year deal. He's not even worth five to ten million. He's worth maybe five hundred k. But at the same time, he had like nine touchdowns and over a thousand yards. I agree. What are you I agree with that, but I'm, I'm gonna talk. Smarter. You are holding too much against this guy just because he screwed you over in fantasy. Oh, but he won your fantasy league, Justin. He's a very good wide receiver. <laughs> and he's good in fantasy to answer, too. To answer your question, he'll get a solid. He'll get a solid contract with them, as like we said, CJ. LA has a cap. I can see definitely maybe two to three years. But you know what you did to me, Mike. You know what you did. Wow. I'm sure he feels very bad about that. He probably <laughs> thinks about that all the time. Does he send you texts? Be like, nah, hey, he's hey dude, Jay Hill, man, I'm sorry. Sorry I, I ruined your fantasy league. That was the first thing that was on my mind, not the fact that I missed the playoffs. I actually went and I lost to CJ. No, no, I lost to someone else. <laughs> but I still won your league, though. Indeed. All right. So I I'm gonna so I guess we're all gonna agree with this one because I think he should stay I think he should stay as a as a charger and I don't see any reason why they shouldn't they should honestly use the franchise tag on him I haven't seen their full free agency class but I mean I'm gonna assume that he's on the, at the top of that that class franchise tag him or assign him to a big deal you know you have the cap space to do it you're play- and if you're Mike Williams you get to play with Justin Herbert for the bulk of your career why would you not do this this makes sense for both sides to do and i think it's going to happen so i think he's going to say in the LA Charger if he doesn't then i'll be shocked i'll i'll go that far uh, but going on to our next going on to our next player we have left tackle who was uh, New Orleans Saint previously, Taron Armstead. Where do you guys think he's going to go? Now, if there was any player that I can guarantee isn't coming back to their current team, it's Taron Armstead. The Saint, well, I mean, let's just rule him returning to the Saints out now because Saints have, like, the worst cap situation. There's 70 mil over. Taron Armstead I be- is, like, a top 10 left tackle, and I would definitely uh, – expect him to leave but honestly 
I like him going to Baltimore. I really do. Their O-line got gashed and, you know, mostly due to injury. And it doesn't, as much as I like Ronnie Stanley, it doesn't look like he's the guy because he, he can stay healthy. So why not get a proven veteran with no health issues like Taron Armstead? I, it was just it works. So regard with Taron Armstead, my fault for the mispronunciation. But as you know, the Saints they're in luxury tax right now. They're like over it right now, and I could definitely agree with you, CJ, with him going to Baltimore because on um, Baltimore they need some defense. As you know, they didn't have a lot last season due to injuries, but I could definitely see him going to maybe Baltimore, maybe a team that's looking for some defense right now. I'm not going to be repeating myself saying the Bengals, but I could definitely see the Ravens. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is a team that, that has a little bit of money and their, their, their offensive line besides quarterback is probably their biggest, uh, probably their biggest hole on that, you know, on that roster. And if they're going to bring in like a top, you know, a top quarterback, if they want, if they think they're going to bring in Russell Wilson or, you know, that be uh, Aaron Rodgers, then you're going to have to go or Deshaun Watson, or you're going to have to go and, you know, get a decent offensive line because besides that, besides the offensive line, everything else is pretty good. And if you're going to, to, uh, to attract one of those big name quarterbacks, you're going to need to shore up that offensive line, which starts with getting Taron Armstead. Next thing you know, you're going to be you're going to have, you know, Najee Harris to to throw uh, you even throw the ball to, and hand it off to. And if you if you decide you want to throw it because you know you're an elite quarterback, you can throw it to Deontay Johnson. You could throw it to Chase Claypool. You could throw it to Juju Smith Schuster, and you can throw it to uh, what is it? What was it? Fryermuth. Fryermuth, the tight end, is that that was his name, correct? Yeah. yeah, they have a very, very good team, and they have a good defense. I think if you go out after Taron Armstead, Pittsburgh, it makes a lot of sense for them. But anyways, moving on to the next player, we have wide receiver. He played for the Chicago Bears. We have Allen Robinson. So where do you guys think Allen Robinson is going to go? Yeah, that's uh. That's an interesting one. And I know we said this earlier about one of the others, but I wouldn't be shocked to see him go to Vegas. You know, he's lanky, he's fast, his hands are good. He would just be perfect for Derek Carr. And, you know, because you, know, you got to take some heat off Waller and Renfro and, you, you know, just get another big target like Robinson. That would be perfect for the Raiders scheme. With Allen Robinson, he's had a lot of contract issues with – the Bears demanding what he wants in this shortest show. He's not going to get what he wants. He should go to the team that's going to give him what he wants. I could sound and say him going to maybe the Jets because the Jets do have cap this offseason. So maybe that team, maybe the Raiders. But wherever team he goes to, I think he'll definitely be a great fit. So, CJ, I believe you and I have agreed on a lot of our picks for these players, and I'm actually going to take your side on this one as well, which is the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that's a this is a team that is looking to improve at wide receiver, but also has a, a few other places to improve uh, as on as well. And they don't have they have money, but they don't have too much, so they're going to need that one wide receiver who's not going to be too too high of a price tag because Allen Robinson. Let's face it. As much as he wants to be paid, he probably won't be paid that much. He'll be paid, but not too much. 
and they still need to address the defense a little bit. They're going to have to look there as well. So I think uh, Allen Robinson is a good fit for them. They go and get they go and get that one wide receiver that Derek Carr has needed ever since Amari Cooper left, and they're also able to address the defense. I think this is a great fit for the for both Vegas and for Allen Robinson. Uh, but anyways, on to our last player. We have left tackle. He played for the Kansas City Chiefs, Orlando Brown. Where do you guys think Orlando Brown is going? I also don't think he's going to sign with the Chiefs because the Chiefs just flat out can't afford him. And it's looking incredibly like it's going to be a one-year rental deal. So I keep saying this, but I really think he'd be a great fit in Cincy. I mean – I would say you put him at left tackle, move Jonah Williams over to right, and you got these two bookends that can fend off edge rushers for Joe Burrow. God knows Joe Burrow needs help, and Orlando Brown would do wonders for them. So I saw something earlier today regarding with um, Brown. I heard that the like, I read all how the Jets they should like maybe make a move on him, and this is these are like teams they need to. Do one year rentals. I'm gonna go with UCJ. Maybe the Bengals and a second team and optional. Maybe the Jets because they're always looking for someone to pay anyone money. So yeah. I would say the Bengals. However, um, they don't. The Bengals don't really need help at left tackle. The no, left like side they is move fine. Williams over to right. Move Williams to right. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Orlando Brown literally said he does not want to play right tackle. Yeah, he's he's said that. So that that's part of why I said that he. I don't think he's going to be a Bengal. Plus, I feel like they're going to. I wonder where they're going to address what because I feel like there's a there could be also be a chance that they address the offensive line through the draft and then they work on the defense in free agency. But I actually think I was thinking about this, you know. Uh, the the Las Vegas the Vegas Raiders who I talked about in our uh, for our last player for Allen Robinson they also need help at you know the uh, uh, offensive line so if they were to go they if they were to go there and give and uh, you know give Derek Carr a left tackle that would make all the sense in the world as well I think that would be a good spot for him you you not only give you not only give Derek Carr his wide re- his wide receiver one, but you also give him his left tackle. You protect his blind side. That makes all the difference in the world, and it improves Carr's production. We could see Carr uh, with all these pl- with all these pieces around him f- re uh, uh, regaining that that uh, old form that he had from the 2016 season where he was an M- MVP candidate. Anyways, we do have to move on to our next segment. This is going to be an interesting year for quarterbacks. And there's going we have a little bit of a quarterback carousel that is going that is most likely going to happen, which is going to make this offseason very entertaining. We'll get on to that next. Don't go anywhere. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast. Welcome back. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright, Justin Hill, CJ Medeiros. So we're talking about a little bit of offseason after the Super Bowl sadly ended and the 2021 season with it. But there's a lot of stuff to talk about. 
including the fact that this is the second straight year that a newly acquired quarterback has won the Super Bowl. We've seen quarterbacks change teams and had success in the past with Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, etc. Uh, but several elite quarterbacks in this offseason in particular are set to hit the, hit the market, uh, you know, the trade market with Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Russell, possibly Russell Wilson, or maybe Kyler Murray, depending on how that situation irons out. And on a, on a smaller scale, there's also Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Carson Wentz out there as well. So guys, what do you guys think about, you know, the, uh, the quarterback movement that could pot that could potentially be taking place this off season. <sighs> well, let me tell you this right now. I'm going to be beyond mad if Aaron Rodgers stays in green Bay, because why put the fans and the media through this for like the second straight year. Also, did you see his like Instagram posts all cryptic and stuff that come on, that's gotta be a man that's leaving. And like I said, you know, like we've all said, the perfect place for him would be Denver. It's a match made in heaven. But just, I don't know. Rodgers is just a weird dude. And I honestly wouldn't be shocked if he stays in Green Bay. Because they're just not going to trade him, and Rodgers doesn't have the guts to sit out. And with Deshaun Watson, it's just, I I genuinely don't think he's going to get moved. Even without his legal issues, mark my words, he's not going to get moved. Because Houston, stubborn as they are, refused to budge on their asking price. They want, I believe, three first-round picks plus two players, like plus two late-round picks. No. If any, any Houston exec happens to, you know, just happens upon this, you are not getting that. And I believe the commanders offered you a deal with, like, two first-round picks and Chase Young. That's what I've heard. I don't, I have, I can't confirm or deny it. And they turned it down. That's just wrong. Just Houston, you got to bite the bull and trade him at some point because that's $160 million that you can't use. And as far as Russell Wilson goes, like 9 out of 10 chance he's leaving Seattle. He's frustrated there. They're in rebuilding. Their team's just falling apart around them. Pete Carroll just, I don't know, he should probably retire. And honestly, Russ's best chance is somewhere else. I don't know where, but I just know he's probably gone. And just for kicks and giggles, we'll bring up Kyler Murray. I don't know what's going on with him, but I think he's going to stay. This is just He might just be going through the motions, but I, I genuinely don't know how to describe this. He's just like being a weird guy about this. Like, But I wouldn't be shocked if he gets traded, but we'll probably work something out. I like your point right there, CJ. Regarding with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, this is a man that's lost four to five NFC Championship games in the last decade, from the 2010s till 2020s, right? So regarding with him, he needs to leave Green Bay. This is a Green Bay team that's built around him, and they wound up choking every year up the year. And the, at this point, I feel like people who – Insiders in the NFL, they have literally hyped up Aaron Rodgers to the point that he can handle it. But as football fans, we need to say to ourselves, like, this guy needs to go transition somewhere else. I feel like this is like another Peyton Manning scenario, how people used to hype him up. Peyton Manning was the man, but Aaron Rodgers proven that he's not the man. But 
he he is a bad man, but at the same time, you need to go to a place like Denver where you could just keep your cool, focus on yourself and your liabilities on what you need to do to win. Another trade I need to see happen. I need to see um Derek Carr leave the Raiders. I think the amount of money he's looking for is ridiculous. I think Mark Davis, I think with him, he has shown that his love for Derek Carr is just ridiculous at this point. This is a man that took Derek Carr over Tom Brady, where the Raiders, a rumor last season, they were interested in Tom Brady and the thing never happened. And regarding with him, I've heard stuff like the Steelers could be interested. The Steelers do not have a quarterback right now due to Ben Robsburg retired, but you don't know if they're going to choose either Dwayne Haskins or the the Rudolph guy. Forget his name at the moment. Um, another thing I could definitely see happening is what the Seattle Seahawks are going to do with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has done everything for that organization. He's brought them to NFC playoff games, you know, a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 48 when he blew out the Broncos. But at the same time, it's, is it, it's up to Russell Wilson now because Russell Wilson, he's taken a lot of beat down for the last couple of years. And now I think it's time for him to go. I think he should maybe go to the Raiders, maybe go to a team that's like in like just a good, just a warm environment, just a new like hole that can help him like get through with an O-line at the same time. But at the same time, and see how he has the receivers, but he doesn't have O-line. And with Kyler Murray, I could definitely see Kyler Murray staying. I think with the Cardinals, they need to just really talk to him. And for him to be in his third year complaining like this, like, listen, this part of life, you didn't, like, not to get off track. Michael Jordan won his first title until, like, 1991 when he was in the league for over seven years. It takes a while to get your first championship. And with Carson Wentz, he needs to go. It's And with Garoppolo, that's another one that needs to definitely go. Maybe, like, for example, like with th- with those type of players, maybe teams like the commander, like you just said, CJ, maybe they could like maybe trade for him or whatever. But we shall see. So I, I so since we're going through every name uh, on on the quarterback market, I'll just sum it up really quickly. Deshaun Watson's gone. Aaron Rodgers is gone or retired. Russell Wilson's gone. Kyler Murray's going to stay. Garoppolo's gone. Carr is going to stay. Wentz is out. I'll just go. I'll just go through all every name on the list. You know, Watson. I think they're going to find they're they're going to bring their 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 asking price down eventually. And Russell Wilson is eventually going to be on his way out. He even said last off season. I I said it last off season when I said he's going to get traded at some point. You know. It may not be this offseason, but the fact that he literally said he doesn't want to be traded and then set, then made a list, it's like saying, like, well, like, I don't want to leave, but if I'm going to leave, here's where I want to go. This, 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 and this. That's just, okay, that literally means you're leaving. Like, to be honest, like, seriously. Like, if you're going to say, like, I'm not going anywhere, you say I'm not going anywhere. You're not going to name the destinations you would leave, you would go to if you're going to leave. Like that's just that's just that's that's the worst kept secret I have ever seen when it comes to Russell Wilson not wanting to leave. He's obviously thinking about leaving and he probably wants to leave now. And Rodgers, I know that people are want to say that he's going to stay in Green Bay, but I just don't see it. And honestly, I wouldn't rule out retirement at this point. I really wouldn't. That other post really looked like a lot like a retirement post. And don't forget during the preseason, during that brutally honest, uh, you know, uh, press conference that he had, 
He literally said he was thinking about retiring last offseason. And now you you add on, you know, another league MVP and he and you MVP season and then you get bounced in the first round. Good God, imagine going through that. Like, you know, he was barely he barely was willing to go through this season and then it's another for, another one and done. He's gone. He's gone. He's either going to the Broncos or the Steelers or he's retiring. That's what that's what that's what's going to happen. Uh, all right. Anyways, uh, any more thoughts on this topic before we move on? One more before we move along. Where sure. do you guys see Deshaun Watson going? I think maybe the Buccaneers could maybe trade for him. Where do you think you go, CJ? Uh, one, the most realistic spot at this point is Minnesota. Tampa can't afford that deal. Yeah. And, uh, well, I generally don't think he's going to get traded. Houston's asking price is too high, and they refuse to negotiate. And on top of that, they want the other team to completely swallow Watson's deal. That ain't happening. I So I would say the Vikings, but they seem too committed to, to Kirk Cousins. I want to say that would be a great fit. It's literally a match made in heaven. But it's just not going to happen. I just don't see it. Things could change, but and I've been I've been wrong before plenty of times. You guys who listen to me would know, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong on this one. And uh, but uh, the Buccaneers are a, are a decent option, but I think he's going to be a Carolina Panther. I think that's a team that needs a quarterback. They have a good defense. They have a de- they have a decent offensive line. They have good pass catchers, and they still have Christian McCaffrey, who's sometimes healthy. Maybe he could stay healthy for a season. But I think I think I think the Panthers are a good are a good spot for him. And I think the Panthers are a team that I believe wanted him last offseason as well. So maybe they revisit that. Um, but anyways, um, we are going to look into the top five teams in cap space and what they should do with that. We'll look at that next. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright, Jay Hill, CJ Medeiros. Justin Tucker is out tonight. He actually has a midterm that he has to work on. Uh, so good luck to Justin on that. Hope, hope you uh, hope you hope you pass it and get a good grade on it. It was a good cho- good very good. Uh, responsible choice to say, you know what, I'm not going to make it for this episode. We do miss you though. And we would love to get your analysis. He's, he probably hates all the, all the answers that we got, that we gave for uh, Cincinnati for all these good defensive players going there. He's going to, he would, he probably wants all of them in Baltimore, but anyways, uh, the top five teams in cap space and what they should do with them. Uh, So we're going to start off with, uh, the Miami Dolphins. So, what do you guys think they should? How? What? The, what should they spend that on? All right, O line, O line. That is all. Get every guy on the market you can. Your defense is solid. You have a decent receiver core with guys like Waddle, Parker, and Gasicki. I would say maybe find another running back. But all people would say, "Oh yeah, what about quarterback?" But look, I would say give Tua one more season. If you give him an O-line and he can't get you to the playoffs, I don't know what to tell you. But for Miami, don't go receiver. Don't go skill position. Don't uh, – how? what's it called? Don't uh, – Running back skill position. Oh, okay, yeah, but I mean like receivers and corners and stuff. Okay. Don't do that. You have to fight your temptation. Don't 
go all out, surround Tua, get him a good line. It is beyond important that you do that. All right. Jay Hill? With the Dolphins, like what you said, CJ, O-line, and I'm going to say a quarterback. I do not trust Tua. I think the lefty QB should be illegal in the NFL. The last good lefty QB, in my opinion, was Steve Young. Let's just say that as a fact right there. And with Tua, he's showing that with the lefty quarterbacks in the NFL, it's ridiculous. And I think they should go for something like that for the Dolphins, get a QB and O-line. I would say quarterback, but I just know they're not going to address quarterback this offseason. It looks like they're too committed to Tua Tungavailoa. That's okay. You can be all right with mediocrity sometimes. (laughs) But, you know, I think offensive line is a glaring need there. I think it was a stupid decision for them to trust uh, Isaiah – what was it? Isaiah Smith? Isaiah Wilson. Yeah. Isaiah Wilson, sorry. Isaiah Wilson. He was a top four pick in uh, in the draft a couple of years ago. He'd be top four then, O-line pick because he was like a late first rounder. Are you sure? Yeah, he was like I'm, 29th overall to the Titans. 29. Okay. Still, high pick that they they just they decided to put all their trust in and put all their eggs in one basket, and they trusted a guy who was unreliable, and it was stupid. So now they should actually open their open their wallets. Uh write out a paycheck and go out and get, let's say, a Taron Armstead or a uh or an mm-hmm. Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, um, the L.A. Chargers, what should they use that for? You know, if you're the Chargers, I would also say patch up your O-line a little bit. Your tackles are fine. Your center's fine. But I'd like to see their guards be a little bit better. I also would go after a tight end because their current one's just not cutting it. Who is it even, like Jared Cook or something Jared, like that? yeah. Yeah, he's old. That that's not gonna work. You're running back. I would maybe try to find another backup for Eckler. Your receivers are fine, but you got to ink Mike Williams. But above all, pass rush, and don't cry to me about their corners because their corners just keep getting gashed because the pass rush gets no pressure. You have to have another guy that can help out Joey Bosa, and maybe a guy that can stop the run too because you're abysmal at it. I think if you're the, I, th- I think if you're the Chargers, I like you said, CJ Stomance. I definitely would go for a tight end because Cook is very old, as you can see how he played on the Saints. I'll definitely go for a tight end, maybe a kicker, but for the same time, I think their defense and offense is solid as it is. I think they need some help on the defense. I've, I think they have a decent defense, but it's not good enough. And, you know, they they have all the pieces on offense – I don't think they need that that much help in offensive line. I really don't. They they you know they spent they spent on it in free agency and the draft last offseason. They they put they put a lot into it. Maybe they could use a little bit on guard, but I think overall they're fine. What they need is on de- is on defense. You need you know you need another guy since Melvin Ingram left. You need another guy uh, opposite, you know, uh, uh, Joey Bosa. And you also need some help on on uh, some more help in the secondary, probably. Uh, but I would say that. Um, but anyways, the Jacksonville Jaguars. What should they use their money on? Uh, everything. Your O line is bad. Your receiving group is mediocre. Lawrence, we'll see. Your running back group, when healthy, is pretty good. And your defense, outside of Josh Allen and Miles Jack, is a tire fire. 
But because you don't have gobs upon gobs of unlimited cap space, I would say get a true receiver one for Lawrence, address O-line in the draft, take Evan Neal number one overall, maybe get another lineman, maybe so on a better deal, and just load up that defense because you have no good DBs to speak of. Maybe grab another pass rusher to put aside Josh Allen, and for God's sake, please focus on your back four. So just a, a very detailed way of saying everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Everywhere basically except quarterback and running back. All right. Jay Hill. So with the Jag so with the Jaguars, what they need to focus on is who you're gonna draft. You have the number one pick yet again this year. Secondly, after whoever you draft, like you just said, CJ, I forgot his name at the moment. Evan Neal. Evan Neal. Alabama. Alabama was he was position again? Offensive tackle. Offensive Put tackle. him alongside Cam Robinson. You definitely no, need, a, you definitely need an offensive tackle because you need to help Lawrence right there. Or you need to address the defense. That's another thing. And number three is fix. Like, you need at least a star receiver. Like, the guys he has, it's ridiculous. So it so when you have all of these spots to improve on, you have to you have to pick a couple. You can't just pick you can't just say like you, let's do everything because you're not going to get to everything, not even with the amount of money they have. I think what they should do is they should focus their number one priority is on that offensive line. They need to put a lot of a lot into that because your prized possession on that roster right now is Trevor Lawrence. And God forbid something bad happens to him where he gets hurt and he's permanently damaged, then you're screwed for even more year more years to come and you're back into you're back to on square one. You know, he uh Trevor Lawrence is your he's he's that X factor on that team. He's the guy who he's the key to everything when it comes to rebuilding this team. And if he he ends up being a bust or if you damage him, then you're screwed. So work on that offensive line, and I also think let's get let's get some the kids some confidence. Let's br- let's bring in Chris Godwin, like I said earlier on in the in the show, and uh, address other spots in you know in the draft. You know the the defense. If you can improve on that defense, that's bonus. But I think focus on the offense, build around Trevor Lawrence, and give get it, get this kid get this kid some confidence because he's had a he's had a rough he had a rough for, uh, first year for the Jacksonville Jaguars, to say the least. But uh, Cincinnati Bengals, this this should be a fun one. What should we – it's an easy one, to be honest. You start uh, what CJ. Do you, CJ, where, where should, what should the Cincinnati Bengals do? O-line. That's far and away their biggest need. I mean, Burrow was sacked like seven times in the Super Bowl, like three times against the Chiefs, like was it nine times against the Titans? Like Joe Burrow's getting eaten alive, and he's already had a bad ACL injury. You cannot risk that again, and you have to pour money into the offensive line. Jonah Williams, left tackle, he's fine, but everywhere else, uh-uh. You need upgrades, and you need them badly. And maybe, just maybe, if there's enough left over, grab yourself a good corner. Because Eli Apple was like the toast I burnt this morning. Terrible. All right, Jay Hill. Offensive line, the way Burrow tied a record in the an AFC division game with nine sacks and all, you need to approve that indeed. You also, and plus, also in the AFC championship game, getting sacked on that poor Chiefs defense, you need to work on that as well. I think you need to improve the defense. I think with the Cincinnati defense is good, but if you can improve it really more, maybe grab like 
for example, JC Jacks, like we were just saying before, maybe grab him, maybe grab a couple of defenders. You'll look very decent to make it into the into the playoffs, maybe the Super Bowl for years to come. All right. I it, offensive line's an obvious uh, an obvious one, but all also especially with the free agent class we have, it's hard to it's hard to, you know, miss or uh, uh, pass on these, you know, on these pieces on defense. Uh, obviously they should they should obviously use the franchise tag on Jesse Bates. That's a slam dunk right there. And like I said earlier on, go and get JC Jackson. You get a you, there that four you have uh, sorry therefore you have one of the top wide res, uh, uh, safeties in the league, and you have one of the top corners in the league at, at least as opposed uh, as far as last year goes. And obviously, like I said, offensive line that's an obvious obvious one. But I want to look a little bit past the obvious. So you know, defense is a place where they did need some help. And they they don't have a very good secondary, so I think that would be a great spot for them. Uh, but anyways, last spot, I think we can whip through this quick. The New York Jets. <laughs> uh, let's just keep the train rolling, shall we? O line, defensive backfield, and get him a receiver. One, that's pretty much it. I mean, Zach Wilson showed some flashes in an otherwise disappointing rookie year. Get him a true receiver. One, you know because I don't think that Corey Davis or Elijah Moore can be that guy quite yet. And you have to replace Makai Becton on the O-line because that guy is just a walking injury. And if maybe if there's enough, you got to, you know, you, you should probably get yourself another corner or two. But if I just pick one, I would say get Zach Wilson a wide receiver one. Your offense is not explosive enough. You have to have that punch. Yep. Jay Hill? With the – New York Jets, I could say a lot of things, but seeing a Jet game live this year, I could definitely see the Jets maybe improving their wide receivers. That's one thing. And number two, their defense, because their defense is just legit terrible. This is a team that I actually saw live. Let Brady go down the field with two minutes left and just win the game live. But at the same time, you need to improve on your defense. And this has just been a main problem for the Jets for years and years and years and will continue until they improve it. I think they need to their their number one focus should be the offensive line. Like I said in the past on the past two teams, you need to protect your quarterback. And if Zach Wilson is the guy, if he is the guy, then you have to protect him. Because even if he is the guy, let's say, you'll never know that if he gets killed. Okay? So they need to work on that, and I think they also need. I think I think they could use some help on on the defense as well. Um, I think their wide receiving core is actually a little bit underrated. I think Elijah Moore has shown some flashes. I think Corey Davis looks pretty good. Jamison Crowder as well. Uh, I'm forgetting a couple other names. But they had they had some they had a nice little group there, and I think Elijah Moore give him some more time, and he could he could really improve. But uh, offensive line, defensive line, and they should work their way out because they do have a lot of. That's another team just like the Jacksonville Jaguars that has a lot of places to improve on. All right, but up up next, we are going off to the Fumble Ruski fan box. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fumble Ruski podcast.
This is the Fumble Rooski Podcast. I'm Adam Wright, Justin Hill, CJ Medeiros, affiliated with Fans Only Sports Network and Power 88, Dean Radio. We are on to the fan box. So we post a question filter every Monday, and you can respond with hot takes, questions, and more, and we will discuss it and give you a shout-out on our podcast. So respond to next week's fan box question to be featured on our show. Now, our question of the week was, give us your best bold prediction for this offseason. So our first response was CJ, who said Tampa loses all their big-name free agents after Brady left. Now, just got to say, CJ – Unless they bring in another big name free agent, this is really not a bold. Which they can't do because I mean, a lot of people are saying that Tampa's going to be right back in the mix because Bruce Arians is an offensive genius, and you know how I feel about that. <laughs> but I mean, like, it was oh, Tampa's going to be competitive. They're going to bring everyone back, but Brady, they're going to get another quarterback. No, they're not. Without Brady, no one there is going to take a reduced deal. There's no reason. It's back to the dark ages. They go. Indeed, no one's not going to take no more pay cuts, like what you just said, CJ. So I definitely agree yeah. right there. The days of pay cuts for Brady, it's, trying to win a ring is over. Mm-hmm. All right. Tyson Tate said, Minnesota Vikings will have Deshaun Watson on their team next year. This is a great – this is this makes so much sense. The only problem is they're not going to do it. Oh, yeah. And it, and it really just really frustrates me and just screams to me, we want to stay mediocre. We want to be married to the mediocrity that is Kirk Cousins. And I, I, I'm for you, for those of you who listen to me a lot, I know I'm a little hard on Kirk Cousins. He's still a solid quarterback. He'll take you to a few playoff berths and all that jazz. And he's a he's a solid quarterback, and he's a good guy. He's a nice. He's a he's a good kid, but he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. He's too mean. He's just not good enough for that. He's not. And he's he's also gifted with a few nice weapons that sort of help pad his stats with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Uh, they have they've had some decent tight ends and over his tenure, just not enough. I definitely agree with you, Adam, because with because regarding with him, his only good year I remember that he really did really well was in 2018. But they wound up losing to the 49ers. But it's like what you said, like what the Vikings are going to do for him, we don't know. Absolutely. All right, our next one is Grayson Mortimer, who said, Russ to Pittsburgh. Here's one that I actually think could happen, because I think they need that. that's a team who wants a quarterback. They have the roster to do it and to, to surround that quarterback with. It's not like they have to go into rebuild mode. They have wide receivers. They have tight ends. They have they have an offensive line that needs that needs that needs work. But if they work on that, then they're then they're set. They're set. They have a great running back. They have a good defense. This is a team where if they get a quarterback, they're back. They're in it again. And if you're Pittsburgh, you are not just some lowly organization. You are you are the steel curtain. You are one of the best franchises in the league. You cannot just go into rebuild mode. You, your your reputation's too good for that. You go for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I I, I kind of agree with that. Um, but anyways. Robert Shelley said, "Giants trade from seven to three and get Kayvon Thibodeau. Is it Thibodeau? It, it's. I think it's pronounced Thibodeau. I've heard both. Thibodeau. What's his position? Defensive he's a, end. He's a defensive end. First of all, all right. Let me say something. I'm not gonna go too long. We don't need another defense player. I think we, the Giants, we're, we're good on defense. What we really need, yet again, 
I'm going to say it. We need a quarterback and a receiver. No, we're not going to get Russell Wilson a tight, but I'll give Daniel Jones one more year. And with Robert, he makes a valid point, maybe a defender, but we took it too many defenders over the years. Like, it, it, it needs to stop. We need to look to get an offensive line. I'm sorry. That team, that team is really into drafting the next Lawrence Taylor. Literally. And, and, imagine, and imagine they actually get him. Wouldn't that be so reminiscent of those old days when Bill Belichick was coaching them? And let's assume this new this new guy who's coaching him—I'm forgetting his name—but let's assume it all works out. That would be pretty cool. If it does, let's see. The last good person to like do good with the Giants regarding defense was JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, and um, Justin Tuck. Yeah. All right. So Patrick Williver said Brady on retires. I want to say Brady's going to unretire. I want to say he's going to come out of retirement. I couldn't believe when he announced his retirement. I thought he was going to come back for another year. I don't think he's staying in retirement, but not he's not coming out this offseason. If it happens, I think it's going to be in a year or two. He'll just come out. He'll be like, Jesus Christ, I can't stand to watch these bums. I'm going to come out there, come out there, and we're going to show them how it's done. And it may not be with the Buccaneers, may not be with the Patriots. It'll be with another team. He'll find another team with some good pieces around where he can make something happen and he'll come back. But hmm. not this offseason. Yeah, you're probably right. Tampa still owns him anyway, and they're not going to trade him. So, yep. With the, so, with, I want to say one thing with the great Tom Brady, you never know if he's going to come back or not. You never know with him. With him, I think I think you definitely see him come back in two years. He's going to save himself. During the offseason when he's watching a Sunday football game or a Monday night game or Thursday game, he's like, wow, I could definitely be out there. Like, I could definitely still do it. Maybe just talk to the family, the kids and the wife. Just be like, hey, let me just go for one more run. You never Possibly. know. You never know. Michael Jordan did it. Why not? Can he? Here's a bold take. Cam Alden said, Mac Jones is not the week one starter for New England. Uh, Cam, buddy, uh, you appear to have a condition called not explaining anything. Why? What do you mean? Like, are we going to like trade for a better quarterback? Is Mac just going to disappear off the face of the earth? Is he going to get hurt in the preseason? This could mean so many different things. Yeah, it, it could. Uh, and I think he means that Mac Jones, he just doesn't believe in Mac Jones. And I'm not, I've always been skeptical of Mac Jones. You guys know how I've been about Mac Jones, but I don't, not enough to say this guy isn't going to be that good. Didn't um, Mac Jones like th- take a veteran Cam Newton's position? He knew the playbook better than Cam Newton. So in my opinion, did, but Mac Jones will be the starter for years to come. He'll be the starter for a couple of years, but even if he can't play, he'll be a, the starter for a couple of years. Cause I think really? this season earned him the starting job for at least a season or two. Yeah, but uh, can't uh, sorry, we uh, Willie Mantle, who appears to be a new follower of ours, he said the Jets trade uh, second and third round pick for another first, so they already have two first rounders. So he's basically saying they're going to have three first round picks, kind of reminiscent of the of the 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 Vader the Las Vegas Raiders back in 2019 when they had three first round picks. I'm pretty sure they they missed on all three of them. This yeah. just the guys they drafted weren't that good. Oh, they got uh, I think that was the draft where they got Josh Jacobs. That was fine. Yeah, Jacobs worked, but they also got Arnett and Wait, they also got Henry in... Ruggs. No, no, no. Arnett and Ruggs were in the same draft. That wasn't Jacobs. That season I think it was Cleveland Farrell and Josh Ab- or Jonathan Abram. 
But that's neither here nor there. If the Jets got a third first-round pick, that would be a smart move. That's all I'll say for that. Yeah, they they could they could use some more youth and some more ass more assets. It's a young team, anyways. So if you get get some more young talent, that's a good idea for them. Uh, Nick Normand have had two responses. So first one was Saints finish below six wins, which I'm sorry, Nick, but I don't think that's a very hot take. That's just common just because sense. just because it's really it's not that he's he's going to be wrong. It's just that I it's we can we can pretty much expect that to happen. Um, but anyways, his second one was actually pretty good. I liked this one with, with a healthy offense and better coaching. The giants have a season like the 2018 bears. Can I talk right here, CJ? Yeah, sure. Well, regarding with his comment, we're not like the bears. We're not like the giants. We're going to miss the field goal and hit it like Cody Parkey. That's one thing. And number two with the giants, we're either going to go to the super bowl or we're either going to Win or lose in the NFC Championship game, we're no we're no Bears team, okay? We're no Bears team. And I think with, he meant that as a compliment, I mean, though. Oh, oh no, no question. But with, with, I, I love his compliment. But listen, like we're like don't compare us to the Bears now. We're not a bunch of choke artists like them now. Wow. But at the same time, the Giants, we will always be those guys and them boys. But at the same the time, twenty sixteen Giants have other thoughts on that. <laughs> you know, Justin, you guys as of late, you haven't been playoff chokers. You're not. Because you have yeah. to get to the playoffs. Yeah, we, but we're still in the improvement. We're still in the improvement, but at the same time, we are no Chicago team. No. All right. Um, like so, it. any other thoughts before we end the show here? Nope. I got. I got. I said all I need to say. Same all way. right, boys. Well, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Be sure to tune in to us live Tuesdays at 7.30 on Twitter and Facebook through Fans Only Sports Network. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Over and out.